0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Monday, December the 27th, 2021. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This is Just a thought. Today's word of the day is franchise, which means constitutional right to or privilege franchise hope everyone is enjoying their Monday the beginning of the work week after we came off of that long holiday week end. Christmas has passed hope everyone certainly got together with their family and friends and enjoyed the holidays uh, with COVID two years in looks like we're still in the same spot we've, we've uh, improved a little bit but looks like we're still here And despite it all, I I hope everyone did indeed get a chance to enjoy family, friends, and good eats. Looks like the Omicron variant is, (laughs) I guess, is doing what it does. Because there have been, uh, man, over the holiday weekend, uh, well over a thousand flights were delayed or either flat out canceled. Airline says it's due to the pilots and flight attendants and other critical staff. They're out with COVID, Omicron, or Delta. But I, I think, well, they're they're saying Omicron. Uh, not too sure if COVID, if, if Delta is still around. Who knows? And also with these flight cancellations and delays, the weather played a, a, an integral part. Also, man, the, the, that upper. Northwest spreading across to the Midwest to the East Coast, the snow in the Californias, whiteout conditions, uh, just just wow, wow. We're certainly ending the year on a uh, I don't I don't know what kind of note is going to be. Uh, I don't want to say dismal, but man, it looks that way. We're, we're, we're ending the year. Four more days left in this year before January first, New Year, two thousand twenty-two. It looks like we're going out with a bang. And also in New York, they're saying pediatric cases of COVID are up four times as that surge continues up there once again. You know, at one point in time, New York was the epicenter of COVID when it first started. Just was. Looks like we're going right back there. I, I, I I don't mean to give some sort of ominous prediction, but it looks like we're going right back there. And of course, you know they've wrapped um, up testing, and then with President Biden and his promise that uh, January of next year he's going to uh, make readily available at-home COVID tests. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Also, man, COVID is is wow. It, it is just it's doing what it does, and it is just tearing everything completely apart, turning it upside down, man. We are dealing with COVID, I guess you could say the best way we can, we, we just have to, but with those flight cancellations over the holiday, it certainly did put a, a bind on a lot of people. Um, some people were able to uh, find alternate airlines or alternate ways of getting to their destination. They just were but you know, hey, look, uh, COVID testing sites are back open, wrapped up and they're going full speed ahead. I think those numbers are going to go back up. I really do. Sad to say. It just is. I think the numbers are going to go back up and Lord help us. Sweet Jesus. Um, me personally, man, I'm tired of dealing with COVID. I mean, man, when will it end? When, when will it stop? Man, it, it, it's... Well, good Lord only knows. Good Lord only knows. And of course, you know, Dr. Fauci came out and said, yeah, expect these numbers to rise back up. They just are. They're they're still advising uh, uh, people to get those, uh, not just the tests, but get the the shots and the booster shots. Because also um, the National Hockey League, after after last week, it stopped the season, but uh, it's expected to start back, I believe, uh, this Thursday. Uh, COVID cases, of course. NBA, COVID cases. NFL, COVID cases. But those games that were canceled, they were played – during the week, and it looks like they're back on schedule, man, it, it is wow <laughs> it is, it, COVID is really it, it, I, I have no words to describe COVID right now it, it's, it's just it's unfathomable, but I, like I said, two years in, I guess we better get used to it, or should be used to it, I can't say, if, if you can do that, I don't know how, I don't know I, I just don't know how, how you can get used to something like this Man, has it become a part of our lives? Looks that way. Looks that way. Uh, and speaking of football, wow. Uh, great games yesterday. I really didn't get a chance to see too many of them. I was uh, at work, so I, I really didn't get a, a chance to watch I watched one game, and I'll talk about that a little later. Nobody cares about that. Uh Look, looks like the uh, LA Rams defeated the Minnesota Vikings, 30 to 23. All right, maybe the Rams are back on track, who knows? And uh, looks like the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the New York Football Giants, 34 to 10. And the Buffalo Bills defeated the uh, New England Patriots, 33 21. And of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Carolina Panthers, 32 to six. The Wolves continue for the Panthers. Um, the fans want Cam the coach wants uh, it, Sam Donald back and then there's another backup that's sitting by patiently waiting uh, uh, Carolina Panthers man uh, they're having a hard hard year they just are they just are and the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers 36-10 to what is going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers man what in the world talk about falling apart what is that? Wow. And hey, surprise, surprise, surprise. My Chicago Bears defeated the Seattle Seahawks 25 to 24 and the snow in Seattle. That's part of that uh weather that I was talking about with Omicron, how, how it's that upper northwest and all the way across the Midwest coming on to the, the upper east coast. That's part of that bad weather. Uh, they're saying the first time in franchise history and the only other time it's been done is three other games ago that there was actually snow in Seattle. Yeah, because Seattle's usually known for rain, I thought. But yeah, they played in the snow yesterday. Bears won. They got one. Finally closed out a game. How about that? Seasons a wash anyway. No playoffs. None whatsoever. And that final game that I was able to catch after I got off work last night, was the Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington football team. You ready for this score? Dallas Cowboys 56, Washington football team 14. Wow, they put on a clinic. I guess they had to show everybody that they are, they are Super Bowl ready. Boy, you Cowboys fans, y'all are back on it. Man, y'all aren't going to the Super Bowl. You're just not. Yeah, you will do, all right, in the playoffs, and then you flop like you always do every year. But Super Bowl, I don't see it. I just don't. (laughs) But yeah, you know those Cowboy fans, man. You got to give them uh, uh, credit. They are dedicated fans no matter what. No no, no matter how delusional they are. (laughs) They are true fans to the bitter end. Yeah, the Cowboys put up 56 points, man. Against the Washington, no. I call them the Washington, no name, no mascot football team. I just do. They're, they're just out there with W's on their helmet. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we all know why they had to get rid of that uh, mascot, the Redskin Indian. Yeah, they had to get rid of that. Times have changed. And also, and I really didn't realize this, I believe the. Uh, what was once the Cleveland Indians, they've gotten rid of their mascot also. Still not too sure what they're, maybe they're just the Cleveland baseball team. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I guess hats off to the Cowboys. <laughs> Super Bowl bound. <laughs> you guys, y'all are good for a laugh. Y'all are good for a laugh. Y'all ain't going to no Super Bowl, man. Come on, come on. Give it a rest. Give it a rest. Please, please give it a rest give it a risk. Hey, I got an update to a story that I uh, spoke briefly about last week, and some more details have emerged. Uh, We all remember those Ohio missionaries, 17 of them, that were held hostage by the Haitian Mawazo gang, and, and I previously stated that they were released. Well, it turns out they weren't released. They weren't released. They escaped. In the cover of darkness at night. Somehow, some way they found their way out of wherever they were being held captive at, and, and they walked through the night and in, in the early morning before the sunrise, uh, which is kind of strange. But they came across someone with a cell phone and they were able to call someone that put them on a Coast Guard flight and flew them back to Florida. So they escaped. Huh. And also what came out that, that I didn't know. That uh, I said there were, were 17 originally, but five of those were released sometime back in October or November. So 12 got uh, 12 escaped in the middle of the night and found their way to safety and back to the United States. I guess the the gang didn't get any ransom payments. How did that happen? I'm, I'm just wondering. Because the article I read said that they uh, somehow, wherever they were being kept captive at, they found a door and walked through it and, and found themselves outside. <laughs> what the... That, that doesn't even sound like a Hollywood movie right there. Something's off with that story, but, but, but that's, the, that's their story and they're sticking to it. <laughs> I mean, they just are. So, uh, man, uh, most definitely thank the good Lord they're free and safe including those kids. Um, I'll try to keep you posted maybe some more stuff will come out about it but for now that's it they escaped in the night and found they, their way to safety somebody that's walking by with a cell phone and I guess they asked to the borrow the cell phone and they called someone um, not trying to sound funny or arrogant or, or, or one of those conspiracy nut jobs that you hear about. But how is it that 12 white people in Haiti escape, walk in the middle of the night, all through the night, and just happen to make it somewhere to someone right before sunrises and they find someone with a cell phone, and they call, and they get a Coast Guard flight to Florida. Uh, I would think that. Cover of night or no cover of night. I would think they would stick out like a sore thumb. I I just would. In Haiti, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, I'm not trying to sound like one of those conspiracy nut jobs or anything, but uh, there's still a lot of questions for me. I don't know about everyone else. But uh, thank the good Lord, they are free now. Back home, they are. All right. uh, Sadly, sadly. The gun violence continues here in Durham, North Carolina. And, by the way, Black Lives Matter still hasn't shown up. All right. Let's go get it. Uh, And also, sadly, and I'm not being arrogant or anything right here, right now. Uh, Also, sadly, I'm sure we've all heard of the passing of the Archbishop Desmond Tutu passed at 90 years old from uh, prostate cancer that he had uh, first gotten in 1997. Man. Um, known for his non-violence and ending apartheid, uh, received the Nobel Peace Prize in 1984, received the Congressional Medal of Freedom in 2009, cast his first vote, uh, higher, I think he was 70-some-odd or 60-some-odd years old, when they finally uh, got rid of apartheid. He was, he was extremely instrumental and getting rid of apartheid, him and that, Nelson Mandela and that ANC African National Congress. They just weren't. Uh, if he could take anything from his life, I would say just shows resilience and, and, and also a strong faith in God that no matter what, no matter how hard it gets, if you know you're right, and you, you know you're right, never give up, never stop. Because many are saying he was extremely instrumental ending apartheid with his non No matter what, he, he, he never he never would... Um, man, I, I can't even... Even when he was giving speeches, I remember him and Nelson Mandela from when, when I was a kid coming along. Uh, especially him and, and Nelson Mandela. Uh, he was released uh, sometime around. I, I guess it, I was in high school, but I remember uh, Bishop Tutu oh so well. I, I just do. I remember him and 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 even in his speeches when he was denouncing apartheid and explaining what was going on there in South Africa, he never would would seem irate. A man of, of, of great calmness and patience. And he clearly knew how to get his point across without being uh loud and, and boisterous. Just calmness, man. There goes a siren. Wonder where wonder where that's going here in Durham. <laughs> Not not to get off topic here. Uh, but but yeah, he, he was that guy. Like I said, I remember him when I was a kid, and I and I remember I, I can remember saying to myself, um, as it relates to apartheid and with him and and Nelson Mandela, I can remember saying to myself, man, these guys that they're they've gone through it, going through it, and, and none of them appeared to be angry. They just didn't. They didn't appear to be angry or upset. They just, hey, this is what's going on. This is how we're going to end it. And we're not going to stop. And that's exactly how it went for him. Yeah, so so sad to hear of him passing at 90. He lived a miraculously favorable life. Just did. Just did. And like I said, in 2009, then President uh, Barack Obama... Gave him the uh, Congressional Medal of Freedom. Certainly well-deserved. And and like I said, if you could take anything from his life, um, the one thing I take from it and and, and all that he did, like I said, the nonviolence part for me. Now, if I could ask a question, because I ask myself the same question, could I have been that strong in the face of all that they were up against, to say, "I'm not going to be violent with you." Sadly, to say, uh, the good Lord is still working on me. That's a no for me. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to tell you and give you the warm and fuzzies inside that I would be strong and per- persevere and and wouldn't get upset and wouldn't be angry, wouldn't get violent back. I would love to tell you that, but uh, at this point in stage. Uh, good Lord, forgive me. I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) I just don't. So I I, I would ask how many of you could do that? I I gather, or or dare I say, not too many. I mean, we can't even stop from getting upset and irate in our regular dealings in day-to-day life, just driving down the road and you feel as though someone cut you off or standing in the grocery store uh, or or whatever, and you feel someone jumped you or someone's taking too long at the cash register simple things like that we fly off the handle and then for these this man uh bishop tutu and then Nelson Mandela and the countless other others to be facing what they they faced and they still were nonviolent they still didn't get upset and irate and retaliated with violence they just didn't wouldn't let wouldn't give those the, the, what they would turn the oppressors wouldn't give them the privilege wouldn't give them the honor of being violent just continued on their path the path that the good lord had gave them and they weathered the storm They came through on the other side on the top so yeah I, I can't tell you I can't give you that that I would be calm and, and, and wouldn't be violent I just can't give you that I'm sorry I just can't uh, sad to say but man, it, 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 it just uh, a, a remarkable human being. Just was, and he also was the first. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was the, the first to get the uh, person of color uh, uh, first to get that title of arch arch, arch archbishop. Bishop, sorry, man. He was the first to receive that distinction, or well, one of the first. You know as time went on by the way you know we I don't know if too many people remember or or can uh recollect when 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 power finally shifted and, and the ANC took over uh sometime later they came under fire because they were saying they were corrupt also but he still he, he, he was still there he still persevered shook that off yeah, South and now South Africa is—they're uh, going through it a little bit. Uh, this past year, they—they've been having some problems with. Uh, well, the citizens are saying, "Hey, a lot of those guys that are in power or were in power are corrupt." Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, like he—he—he he, he, he persevered, man. He moved—he moved on and moved forward. Certainly, uh, something that the someone to look at. And think about it in your own life and your own dealings and day to day. Like I said, uh, I can't give you, I can't give you that that I would be calm and patient. I just can't. And if you could take you know if you could take anything from his life, it would be that patience and that non violence mindset, and and continue to pray and move forward. Now, many people nowadays are saying that's soft. No, that's not soft. Uh, it, it takes a strong being to in the face of of, of oppression or whatever, for you to say, hey, I'm not going to be violent. I'm not going to do what you do. I'm not going to go tick for tack. It takes a strong person. Just does. And he he put it out there, and he he lived, and he died by it. Just did. Yeah, He, he also leaves behind his wife of 60 years. Wow, 60 years. Man, that's a long time for me. 60 years. That That is, that's miraculous. And I believe have some, he has some children. I don't know how many. I, I, I don't, but he, of course he has some children. And he leaves behind a legacy that is unmatched, unparalleled. Just does. Just does. Well, I'm going to get out of here a little early today. I'm not going to keep you guys too long. I just wanted to come on here this morning and rap to you. For a second, and also, uh, I got. <laughs> if you listen to my last, I kind of got caught up in a time restraint, and I didn't get it all the way out. But I am going to be doing an end uh, end of year review of uh, things we've gone through, things I've reported on, and some things I haven't that I found that I just didn't have time to, to dive into. But we're going to be doing an end of year review. Oh, this is just a thought about um, the news events of the year. And of course, I'm sure you can you can almost guess or gather what's going to be number one on that list, COVID. Man, it took over. But yeah, before the week is out, because New Year's Day is Saturday. Man, like I said before, the year flew, flew by, has flown by. So yeah, I'm going to be doing an end-of-year review of some of the stories that, that I've uh, done. And, and just by me looking back, we, I've covered a lot, <laughs> a lot of stuff on on this. Is just a thought. Some things probably you were thinking to yourself, why, why is he talking about that? Uh, if I could say one thing, hey, you never know with me. I never know what might spark my interest. Hey, whatever the case may be, like that story of that uh, uh, uh the lady that was a uh, uh, however many, uh, she was a real estate developer. Or an accountant, and she left her cushy job to go uh, in the Everglades <laughs> and and hunt uh, or fight, uh, you know, with the alligators and that those big abandoned python snakes. I don't know if you guys remember that. So yeah, we'll be talking about that also. End of year review, 2021. Man, it's been a great year. We're still breathing. We are still breathing. So we got to keep pushing on. Like I said, that, that's it. That's it for me. I'm gonna get out of here. And I want to thank you all for listening this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response and I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.